Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. So the first thing I need to do is shred my zucchini. Um, I use a mandolin, um, but this can also be done on a, um, a box grater. And um, with the mandolin, I do use a cut-proof glove um, that I got on Amazon. Um, they're a two set, I think was maybe $10. So they're pretty inexpensive, very handy to do. Um, the other kind of things that I use, um, like I said, I have the mandolin. I have it on a cutting board so that when I cut the food, it falls onto a cutting board. I have a knife. Um, I have a strainer that I put inside of a bowl um, because once I get all the veggies um, cut up and shredded up, um, I like to have them drip all the liquid kind of out of them so that they um, don't make my food, um, the, the pastry, uh, the puff pastry uh, too wet. So I'm going to start with the zucchini and the peppers. I washed them all already just to kind of get started here. Um, so I pre-washed them all. Um, so when I do my zucchini, I, um, like I said, I like to use it on a mandolin. Um, a mandolin, for those of you who don't know, it's, it almost looks like a ramp. And in the center of it, it has a blade and you can switch the, there's two blades, the front blade that's closer to the top of the, the ramp, it's like maybe five inches wide and maybe a foot long. Um, the, the front one, the one closer to the top of it, you can switch that blade out. So I have the smaller blade on there um, and it's just a bunch of little tiny blades that are really close together. And then the second blade, is like v-shaped and so it's a flat blade so it cuts the food um, when you bring the food down um, towards it and across it i hope that makes sense <laughs> so um, i know this is a very specific tool um, so i really don't expect people to have one but it's really cool because you can just put one blade on and have um, slice your vegetables so they're all consistently the same size so you can do potatoes or on it so if you want to have your potatoes sliced up for um, like scallop potatoes you can make sure they're all the same um, thickness um, and it's really quick so what I do is I take the zucchini and I'm holding it so the short end is against the um, mandolin and it um that didn't break sorry just knocked something over um <laughs> if you can hear that i don't know um and so it kind of like shreds it just like you would on a box grater um but it's a little it's a lot sharper so it goes a lot quicker when i'm going through um this so i start at the top of the ramp and i bring it towards me um, there is a handle at the top of the ramp that I hold it with my left hand to kind of keep it in place and then I use my right hand to drag it down and I only have a cutting glove on my right hand um, just because like I said that blade is really sharp the first time I used it I cut myself bought the cut proof glove and I've never cut myself since so I'm just really just dragging this zucchini down, picking it up, bringing it up to the top and bringing it back towards me over and over again. And I'm about halfway through the first zucchini. So it goes pretty quick. 
Um, I find it a little bit easier than the box grater, um, but this can definitely be done on it. Um, I also use this when I make zucchini bread to cut to slice up my zucchini for that as well. Um, and then I do it without the blade, this, the second blade, so it only has the one flat blade on it when I want to do like fried zucchini um, or potatoes and stuff like that. The larger blade that it has, it, it's just spread out, the teeth of the, the blades on it are spread out a little bit more, so it's more of a julienne cut. There's also a knob on the side of it where you can uh, choose the thickness of the cut that you make. So one blade is basically cutting it horizontally, where the and then the flat blade cuts it vertically. Um, to make sure it's getting cut all the way through. So it's really cool. So um, you can make it thicker and then do um, some French fries. They're, they're not real thick French fries. I'd say they're more like shoestring size um, French fries for it. Okay, so I'm pretty much done with this first zucchini. And um, periodically I'm pushing away what is underneath the mandolin so that more can fall be below it. And then once I get um, the zucchini cut, I'm, I'm putting the sliced zucchini, the shredded zucchini into um, a, it's like a mesh um, strainer that I put over a bowl um, because a lot of this liquid that is in the zucchini and the peppers, once I add that to it, are going to have um, the liquid drain out. And then by doing it in the bowl, rather than it just going down the drain, I can catch that. And so when I make soup, I can add this um, broth, veggie broth basically, into my soup. So um, it's almost Thanksgiving, so I'll be making a turkey and then with my leftovers I'll make turkey. I'll make turkey soup and then I will use this broth that I'll, I'll freeze. I'll pour it into a Ziploc bag and I'll freeze it and I'll be able to add that into my turkey soup as well. So for time's sake, I'm not going to have you um, sit and listen to me cut both zucchinis. I'm going to move on to the pepper and they're, um, they're just, they're large peppers, bigger than an apple. Um, so the way I cut my peppers and like I said, I already rinsed it. So the top of it has like a stem and the bottom of it's pretty flat. So I put it down on the counter with the flat part on the counter on my cutting board. And then I take my knife and I start at the top right by where the stem is. And I make a slice downwards towards the, all the way down to the cutting board and make one slice. And then I turn it, um, 180 and I'll do it about the same place on the opposite side. So I'm starting my knife right next to the stem and I'm cutting it downward. And this kind of opens it up so I can open it and have it in half. And, uh, I didn't get it cut all the way through, but I can pull it. And then um, these have a lot of seeds in them. So I like to uh, knock all the seeds out of it once I get it open. And then I just simply, so my stem is still connected to it. Um, and so I just grab where the stem is and I just pull it off and set it aside. 
and then I hold it over the sink and I knock a lot of those seeds out because I don't want the seeds in there. So I basically have two halves of my pepper and I think this one is the orange one. I can't tell very well. I'm just making sure I get all the seeds. I'm going to give it a quick rinse because not all these seeds are wanting to come off. There we go. Let me do the other side. Okay, so now I got all my seeds off because um, I don't really want those in my dinner. It won't taste as good. Those And they give them a little more flavor, uh, spice. So, so now I basically have two halves of a pepper. Um, and there's the, they're, they're kind of line, they're, they have the lines that run from the top to the bottom, kind of like a pumpkin does on these. And so I simply just cut along those lines to give me different sections of peppers. And that's what I'm doing right now. So I'm basically cutting these into, I'm cutting them out at those lines just because it's easy to have straighter lines. And then I'm going to cut each of these into smaller strips. Um, about an eighth, maybe, um, maybe a half inch, somewhere in between there. So they're not huge strips of pepper. And then um, after I have a strip, I just simply just cut that strip into little tiny pieces. And so when I use... Um, I cut from, I, I have my left hand on the food and I start on the right hand side of the food. I have my fingers kind of tucked in and out of the way to make sure I don't cut my fingers. And I'm just cutting straight down and I'm cutting two strips at a time. Um, and you don't have to do that, it just kind of depends on how comfortable you feel with a knife. Um, I feel very comfortable with a knife. Um, I think uh, the sighted people in my house have cut them themselves with knives more than I have. Um, and so once I have a little stack of these cut pieces, I like to keep, pretty much keep my cutting board cleaned off when I'm cutting. I don't like to have a lot of extra on it. Um, so I just am kind of scooping it up and I'm throwing it in the same um, strainer or colander that my zucchini is in. <clears throat> I also like to have the meat part of the zucchini, of the cucumber, what am I using? Peppers up. Sorry. Have the skin, have the, um, the meat part and uh, down and the skin part up so that I make sure that my knife is making it all the way through the skin of the pepper. Um, so that it doesn't stay stuck together. Sometimes if you um, don't do that, it, the skin kind of is harder to cut through. So if I have it down on the table, the skin part down, it tends like to kind of stay as one piece and not cut all the way through the, um, the pepper skin. And then you have like a strip of pepper rather than just a piece of pepper. And I'm cutting these pretty small. Um, Probably, like I said, they're like an eighth inch by probably about an eighth inch. Um, I've tried doing these on the mandolin. They're just kind of too soft to cut that way. So I just do these by hand. So once I get everything cut up, all three peppers, and um, I'll, I'll shred up one more of my zucchinis. I only shredded one for the sake of time. I am going to after I get all of it in 
my colander, I am going to uh, sprinkle uh, Mama Spice on it, which I've shared that recipe a few times, both here on this call and in Courtney's kitchen when she was doing that call. So that is out there if you guys um, might be in the archives or I'm not sure, but that spice blend I make is available out there. Um, and so it's, it's basically pepper, um, garlic, onion, um, Italian seasoning, and sea salt. And I, I put a generous amount on. I don't really measure. I never measure this recipe. I've never written it down or, or shared it with anyone. So you guys are getting um, one of my secret recipes, I guess. I'll put it that way. And so I put a generous amount of that on it. Um, the salt helps the, the veggies kind of um, release the liquid in them. Um, and so at the end of this, I'll have probably a cup or two of, of vegetable broth for my soup. Um, yeah, so I think I am going to mute or um, pause here. I'm going to continue chopping um, all these veggies and then I will put a generous amount and um, when I come back um, we will assemble all of this. So once I put on the mama spice, I mix it up. I just do it by hand. I mix it all around. Um, I actually have the shaker in one hand and I use my second hand to kind of mix it up as I go. So I make sure it gets all over it. And then I put a dish towel over it and I'm going to let it set for a couple hours to make sure that I can get as much liquid out of it. Um, before I assemble it with the puff pastry and feta cheese. So. All right, so that is the end of the recording. And so do we have any questions on this portion of it? I was wondering how much a mandolin would cost. Just a curious question, because they sound yeah. Really yeah. So I, mm, it's been a long time since I bought it. I've had it for probably ten years, but I want to say it's probably about forty dollars, somewhere around there. Um, so not not overly expensive, but definitely I, I use it a lot. And then you just use. What kind of glove do you use to not cut yourself with a mandolin? It's a, yeah, so it's a food grade cut proof glove. Um, and I think okay. that they have different levels. And that one I have is a level five. And so what I did is I just went to Amazon and put in cut proof glove. And it's really interesting because it's, when I imagine it, I thought it was going to be a really stiff glove, and it really isn't. Like, it covers all five fingers. It's like, a you know, like you'd wear in the winter, and you can bend your fingers and move it, but it has all these, like, pieces of metal in it that are really small pieces where the knife cannot get through it. And then to wash it, I just throw it in my dishwasher and run it oh, through well, the dish cycle. Cool. So... Just just a reminder, <clears throat> excuse me, just a reminder if everybody could wait until they're called on, that'd be great. Yes. Sorry. I was going right. to say that too. So first up here, we have area code 201. Can you, is that Lisa? 
Hi, Lisa. It is. Hi, I'm so excited you're doing this. Now, I missed the very beginning because I'm a little confused. I love the idea of learning about salt and it um, takes, you know, um, that the, 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 the effect of salt, putting a little salt. But what, do you, what medium are you putting it in that you um, that to drain it out to save the to save the liquid. I I couldn't get that part. Yeah, so it's just like in a a mesh strainer colander, and then I I put that inside a bowl, oh, so it all gets yeah. caught in the bottom of the bowl. Yeah, and I will say I did use it in my turkey soup on Sunday, and it was amazing. Um, it's a nice way to kind of get some extra veggies in there without. The kids really knowing, I guess, but they they really like this dish. So I guess at this point in there, they're a lot more into veggies than they were when they were younger. I don't have to sneak them in as much as I used to. That's great. And now you said um, so when you put them in the colander, you steam them, and then you put them in the colander. You steam them with with salt. I'm sorry, no, no, they're raw. They're raw at that point. So they, they get cooked oh. when, yep, so everything is raw, and I it gets cooked when we get to the, once we get it in the oven with the puff pastry. So then what are you putting the water, what's the water that you're using to get, I'm confused. <laughs> um, I didn't use water at all. So it's oh, just really? the, oh, it's okay. just zucchinis and peppers um, is all I've done so far is, is shredded the zucchini and chopped up the peppers, and that's tricolor oh, peppers. Thank you, thank you, thank. You. I think this is great. What a great! I had this idea. Um, somebody made it with croissants, um, brie cheese, cranberry sauce, and then put a close it up with the croissants on it and mini muffin pans, and then put a pecan on top. So Ooh, I'm so that sounds yummy. I might have to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I can tell you more about that. Like, yeah, that was really good. But this sounds. I'm so excited about this. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's my favorite vegetarian dish that I make. Uh, well, I'm not sure if puff pastry is vegetarian, actually. So <laughs> it might have egg in it. <laughs> All right, Lucy, who do we have up next? Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Hi, Kingdom. How are Hi. you? Good. Um, yeah. Uh, you, you made the best. You made the best uh, zucchini in the in the puff pastry. Um, um, how long? Uh, what what I did? I don't know if you guys know. Uh, I made my own pumpkin pie on Friday by myself. Ah, congratulations! That's awesome. Yeah, and I and I want to know how long do you bake the the pastry for how long do you uh do yeah you, so uh, i'm gonna get to that here in just a few minutes um and, and but we're gonna cook it at four, uh 350 for 15 minutes so once we assemble it and i'll get to all of that here in just a few minutes okay you made the oh. nice pastry thank you you're, make, you're making it's all hungry. gone my kids ate it all <laughs> up in the second day <laughs> I know you did, but how long does it take you to make it? Um, so to cut it, everything up took about probably a half hour ish to to get everything cut up, and then we let it. I let it sit for a few hours, and um, to let it drain out. And so I did this about midday, and then I didn't want to cook it until later in the day, so I just left it there. You can you can wait less time, um, and. 
Every so often, I I go in and I squeeze the vegetables, like kind of just in my hand, squeeze them to get some of the liquid out, and then I'll walk away, leave it for an hour, and then I'll come back and I'll do it again, just to make sure I'm getting as much liquid out of them as possible, because we don't want the puff pastry to be um to be too moist, and it, it just it doesn't it doesn't work as well when it's real moist. Wow, you did a really pastry. You did a really good job on the recording. I mean, you, you, you really did a good job. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you being here and listening. You're welcome. Okay, Holly. Hey, Holly. Hello. I just have a really quick question. So in your spice, I know you've talked about this before, but your spices that you use, uh-huh. um, did you use onion powder or another kind like yeah, um, onion powder is up what I use. Onion powder. Okay. Yeah, so Thanks. I reuse containers that, like older salt containers that were empty. And so mm-hmm. I, I've tried using the bigger onion chunks because that's what my husband bought on accident. And they don't come mm-hmm. through the holes as well. So then at the end, I'm left with a bunch of larger onions. So the onion powder works a lot better, but not the onion salt because then you'd have too much gotcha. salt. Right. Okay, thanks. Elizabeth? Yeah, hi there. Um hi. I I don't own a I don't own a mandolin, but I'm interested. Um I do own a box grater. I think your grandmother um which I've used to grate zucchini like this recipe, either the big holes or the smaller holes or whatever and then drain it and you're right. You get a lot of liquid if you let it drain for a while. And the liquid is great in soups or mm-hmm. in sauces. Don't throw out the liquid. You can make great yeah, don't. gravy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes great gravy. It makes great. You can put it in your rice. It's terrific. Um, I do have a thought. If you don't want to use onion powder or garlic powder or something, you can grate up the onion or I guess mandolin it. I don't know and throw it in with the other draining vegetables and they will you'll get the liquid out of the onion because onions yeah bunch too and then you can use that so that's another option um the onion powder might give you a little more immediate flavor but you could probably use chopped up garlic it would work too so this is absolutely um the the really cool thing about this recipe is it's very versatile like you could pretty much take any vegetables you like like you could add in you know carrot you could strike carrots and do things like that as well or Um, or something i mean you've got puff pastry and feta cheese there there's nothing that you could possibly do that could make it bad if it contains yeah Puff yeah. pastry, veggies, and 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 feta. I mean, who who could go wrong? Thank yeah. you for doing this. It's a great holiday thing. You can use it as appetizers. This is oh, terrific. And, yeah, and it air fries. So if you have leftovers, we just pop it in the air fryer to rewarm it, and it's yeah. delicious. Yeah, you can so. put it in a really hot oven to rewarm it, and it's it's yeah. okay too. This, this I would not suggest microwaving it, but no, that's my own it. opinion. <laughs> Right. It's yeah. not a good microwave. Yeah, you yeah, you definitely want to rewarm it up in an air fryer or in the oven. But not um, actually. I was surprised. So. I would be tending to do it at high temperature. I don't think so. I think I'd put it in like a regular 350 oven and warm it up. Because if you yeah. put it in too high, it might not be as great. But yeah, yeah, this is a great recipe and you can put anything in it. 
And this was the first thing, like, um, well, the second thing I baked in my new oven. So um, I was excited. <laughs> oh, cool. You can tell us about your new oven sometime. But thank you I for doing this. I definitely this will. Thank you. Janet. Hey, Janet. Good day, Kayla. Um, Good day. Um, do you do you wear do you wear plastic gloves when you when you play with the uh, um with the peppers because of the seeds? No, I don't. I just wash my hands afterwards. These aren't real spicy. Um, the, these aren't spicy peppers. They're, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they're they're mild. they're not okay. like jalapenos or anything like that. Um, or else my kids wouldn't eat it. They don't like spicy. They're more for flavor and nutrients than a spice okay I, I wasn't sure if they were spicy but i would absolutely love like if my kids would eat it i would put jalapenos in it no no yeah yeah <laughs> that would be amazing to me um so when they all move right, out well, or sometime when they're not gonna be home i'll try that out all right well make sure when you try it out you wear gloves so you don't yeah yeah anyway so have a great day and a great call thank you, you all right Ibrahim. Good day, Abraham. Good day. Um, is this bell peppers that you used? Yeah. It's oh, okay. the, the red, the orange, and the yellow. Okay. So, um, um, And you don't have to do all three colors. It just... Yes. It looks pretty. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, in South Africa, we, we, we refer to peppers. It's always bell peppers. Uh, we always call... Uh, Chilies, uh, chili peppers, chilies. So I always ah. assume it's peppers, yeah. bell peppers when you talk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Okay, that's it for now. All right. So, um, so like I said, um, after it it start, I get all the veggies cut up and I start to sh to put them in the colander. Um, I I kind of mentioned this. I squeeze them. Um, I I just take my hands and I smush bunches of it together in between my two hands and then pick up more and I do that until it seems like I can get as much out as I can and then I cover it with a a clean dish towel just to keep anything you know you never know you want to make sure your food is sanitary um and i'll do that over a couple hours um and and i like this because i can do it sometime throughout the day when i have like in between meetings or something like that and then by dinner time it's ready it's easy to assemble and i can just pop it in the oven if i have a busy evening um so once i the veggies are kind of ready to be, they're all kind of juiced out. Um, I take the puff pastry and I, I buy the sheets of puff, puff pastry. You could also buy the little, they have little cups of puff pastry that are like shells. Um, and you could do it in there as well. I just, I've always done it with the sheets of the puff pastry. Um, and so I... I take a cookie sheet and I put, I line it with um, parchment paper and then I lay the first sheet down on it and the sheets are folded in thirds um, and they come frozen 
Um, it says on it, if you, I usually take them out the night before and I put them in the fridge to thaw out. Um, it does say on the package that you can leave them at room temperature for about 40 minutes to thaw out. So um, if you didn't, if you decided that day I'm going to make this and I didn't get them out the night before, um, while your veggies are draining, um, that would be a good time to take your puff pastry out of the freezer and put it on your counter and let it start to thaw out. Um, so it comes in, it's folded in thirds. There's two of them in the package and they're in, they come in, it's a box and then inside the box is like a paper envelope basically that they're inside of. So you open that and pull one of them out, lay it on the parchment paper, unfold it. Um, there are pieces of paper in between the folds, um, like wax paper to keep them from sticking together. So make sure you remove those. You don't want to accidentally leave one of those on and then eat it. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. That's not so. Um, I, I typically, and you don't have to do this, I like to take a rolling pin and I roll it over it a couple times, like two, three times, just to kind of flatten out the creases that were formed from it being folded. And then I'll slide that one off and I will put another piece of parchment paper down and I'll do it the same thing to the second sheet of the puff pastry. Um, after I get the second uh, puff pastry rolled out and the creases kind of worked into it a little bit so they aren't so um, creasy um, I start assembling it and so the the vegetable mixture since I squoze it and there's not as much liquid in it it's it kind of becomes more of um, almost like a paste it, it, it's really thick and it's kind of stuck together. So I, um, of course, washing my hands very well, I use my hands and I put it onto the um, the puff pastry. So the, the zucchini and peppers. And I try to do it as evenly as I can um, and spread it out from one side to the other. And um, once that is that layer of veggies is on, then I take my my crumbled um, feta cheese and you can buy it pre-crumbled or you can buy it in a block of, of feta cheese and for some reason the block of feta cheese tends to be um, cheaper so that's what I tend to go with usually just because I'm cheap <laughs> I'm frugal I'm gonna say I'm frugal um, so I will crumble that up and then into somewhat it's not like little tiny pieces I'd say maybe like half inch-ish chunks maybe a little bit smaller than that and I, I give it a good layer across the top of the veggies. Um, once the cheese is on top of the veggies I take that other piece of parchment paper with that has the um, the puff pastry on it and I use the parchment paper to kind of lift up the parchment or the 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 um, puff pastry and I flip it over on top of the first and I don't seal the edges or anything like that I just leave it like like with the puff pastry on top take off the top layer of the parchment paper and then it's ready to go in the oven um, I just I also make sure that it's lined up right so I'll, I'll feel around the outside edges of the puff pastry and adjust it so that 
the top layer is over the bottom and all of it's pretty much covered. Um, and I don't bother to seal the edges because when I cut it, all the other edges are going to be uncut also, so um, or unsealed. So I just kind of leave it as is. Um, and then I'm going to pop it in the oven. And I think I told you the wrong temperature. Let me double check. Um, so when when I start assembling the puff pastry, um, that's when I pre start preheating my oven. I'm so sorry. I should have said that before. So I'll turn on my oven, preheat it to 350. Um, while it's preheating, that's when I assemble the pastry, um, the tart. And then um, usually my oven's about ready to go about that same time. It, it And then I can pop it in. And I cook it at 350 for about 15 minutes. Um, and it comes out pretty golden brown your pastry starts to puff up so it's a thicker layer and um and then i let it cool for a few minutes before cutting um i like to cut it with a pizza cutter um it's just easier for me i use a pizza cutter to cut a lot of stuff just because it's a lot easier for me to control it and so that's what i do to cut it is just i cut it into squares um, and I usually get, I'd say 12 to 16, depending on the size of the squares, closer to 12. So three, three, um, so I do two cuts long ways and then three cuts short ways. So you get about 12 squares and then I serve it and it's yummy. Um, I, I, I mean, I've served it with other things, but honestly, I just like it by itself even is great for, you know, a quick dinner thing. So that okay. is pretty much it. So I am ready for questions again. Elizabeth. All right, Elizabeth. Oh, I'm really psyched. I've never really messed with puff pastry, and I'm going to go out and buy some because I've always got tons of veggies. This would be great. Um, I do want to ask how big a sheet of the um, puff pastry dough is roughly. Is this like an 11 by 13, you know, like smaller? Um, smaller. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but, and you've got two to a package? Yeah, so you have your top layer and your bottom layer in but one package. That, and that'll that'll use up a whole package. Okay. Yep. So my other yeah. question goes away because you don't end up with unfrozen partial packages. Nope, okay. I use the whole thing. I yeah. would too. Yes, I would. And then any leftovers yeah. I put into a, like a, um, a glass uh, pan, uh, dish with a lid on it. And... You oh, you mean plastic the, dish. Oh, you mean the, oh, you mean the squares if you have. Yeah, yeah. Any it. leftovers. Yeah, yeah, I just. Yeah. It. Right, right. You yeah. Just and I've never in. frozen it. I've never frozen oh. it and redone because it doesn't. I, I've never had it I, last long enough no, to need to freeze never, it. I would never freeze this either. Yeah, it I would, don't. It would, it would be hard uh, to make it freeze before I got to eat it. No, I could. Yeah. I could eat this forever. And I also want to say something. I worked for cheese companies for a while, folks. If you get a choice, like years, if you have a choice of buying block cheese or shredded cheese or grated cheese, buy the block because you get a whole thing of cheese. You don't get like the shreds. The, shred, the shreds are what they put in the shredding packages when they, when they cut up the cheese in the factories. You get better cheese if you buy blocks. So you can go with that. And feta is so um kind of soft that it you can just take it and crumble it i mean you just yeah i just it. do it with I my mean, hands yeah it's no big deal so buy 
do two things. You want to buy cheese that is in blocks if you can, and buy the best quality cheese you can find. And by best, I kind of mean um, like aged. If you're going to buy cheddar, you want aged cheddar or aged Swiss or something. But buy really good cheese because you can tell. Um, and if you can't tell, you should learn to tell because it's one of those things that you'll really appreciate. So it's very cool. Yeah. I have discovered um, putting sliced cheese like with crackers and then jelly or jam on it. It's amazing. <laughs> I had it for the first time with a cherry jam the other day. And now I, I'm trying it with the raspberry jam, the Costco raspberry jam. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing oh, if you've not tried it. The cherry jam one, yeah. yeah. The raspberry also, is even also, better. <laughs> also, olives. If, you, if you're going to start doing cheese... You can get aware of Kalamata olives and various kinds of olives. There's a whole world of olives out there to go with your cheese. So anyways, I'll, I'll now be quiet. Awesome. All right, Abraham. Welcome back. Hello uh, again. So um, you don't dock the bottom uh, before putting on the filling. Mm -mm. Okay. And then there's no egg wash on nope. top. You totally could do it. I'm lazy. I didn't. <laughs> no. okay. um, and, and there's no need, really. It really, yeah. um, the puff pastry has so much butter and stuff in it already that okay. it really just kind of browns up without having to do anything extra to it. Okay, that's cool. And then um, I suppose you could also cut it into pieces before baking it and then freeze that and then, uh, like, like, yeah, I'm. Portions. I'm not sure how. Like my 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 thing is like when you freeze vegetables that have yeah. been cut already, they don't come out with the same texture oh, when you rethaw yes, them again. Yeah. Um, and they, I don't know. They seem to no matter what kind of still have more moisture in them. Yeah. So my my fear with the freezing and then the thawing is that that puff pastry is going to get kind of gooey okay. if you do it. You know. Um, you, yeah. you could freeze the veggies separate, like once you get them all cut up and then strain them again once you rethaw them yeah. and then assemble it. The assembly is so little time that I would do it that way rather than in one having them pre-assembled and then freezing them. Okay. Um, I just worry about that puff pastry getting too moist and, and kind of soggy yeah. rather than the kind of crispness it gets when you bake it. Yeah, and then I suppose you could uh, always um, half your filling uh, mixture as well and then add uh, your jalapenos to it and then put half the mixture on the one side and half on the other side. Yeah, I could do that the, or just fold, yeah. like fold the, do two separate ones and just fold the, do half the puff pastry and then yes. fold it over and, yeah, like and make two separate. That. Yeah, and yeah, I might yeah. try that next time because I love jalapenos. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> okay. Okay. Clubhouse. Tyann, who have you got? We have Shay Shay. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Um, okay. My question is, do you, what was the, I missed that. Why, what was the purpose of the parch paper? Um, so for one, so it doesn't, stick to your cookie sheet 
okay. um, when you're baking it. And then once you roll it out, it's easier to handle the, um, the puff pastry once it's unfolded, when it's on the parchment paper um, to kind of mm. keep it in one sheet so it doesn't rip or anything or tear. Okay. And you uh, want to handle it. it. It's like um, pie crust. You want to handle it as least as possible with your hands because okay. it is butter, you know, kind of like croissants and stuff like that. It's layers of butter. And the more you're, you melt it and touch it, the less puffy it's going to get when you bake it. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Because your hand, your the heat will, will change the consistency of the dough. Gotcha. Um... Now, did you say you put an egg in it? Oh no! Nope. No. Nope. Egg. No egg. Just the veggies and oh. the, the cheese. It's it's like four ingredients. It's super easy. Okay. Um, now, I guess if you wanted to, could you put like um, sausage in it? Yeah, I would make sure your any meat or anything you put in, you want to make sure it's pre cooked though. Okay. So okay. you could, it, it's very versatile. Anything, I've I've not really put meat in it, um, but I, I think it'd be great to have meat in it if if that's the way you want to go. Um, the whole, my whole thing was I was trying to cre recreate um, a dish I had when I was in France. So that's where the, mm -hmm. the inspiration for it came. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's why it, it kind of is the way it is, is because that's what I had there. And it was amazing. And this is also amazing. So. Okay. And I guess you could kind of, um, kind of, uh, try different kinds of cheeses or is the fatty. Mm -hmm. it's best with yeah. fatty. Okay. Yeah. You could, you can change it up any way you want. It's, it's just, yeah, it, it's very versatile. Okay. And so. Yeah. It sounds good. I know. Thank I wish I didn't eat it all already. <laughs> no, <laughs> more. I have a giant zucchini, so maybe I'll make another one. Thank all right. you. Thank Janet. you. Hey, Janet. Hello. What size cookie sheet did, do you use? Um, just a standard cookie sheet. Um, What is it? Like 11 by... 13 or something i think it's a little bigger than that but yeah just a standard cookie sheet 11 by 13 you could even probably do it in 11 by 13 glass dish too um it's not that big all right thank you yep. elizabeth welcome back yeah hi there um you probably want to use a metal dish if you're going to use something other than a cookie sheet to get it crisp because glass tends to not That's make true. It crisp as That much. is true. But the yeah. other thing going back to Abraham's um and it is it's Abraham, so I'm trying to pronounce it correctly because I know people call you Abraham. So it's Abraham and I, I get it. Um he was talking about whether you could um drain the zucchini and such and then freeze it. Um zucchini doesn't really do so well with freezing for texture yeah. so much but you could probably take something if you didn't want to have to go through the draining thing you could probably chop up something that didn't need draining as much like broccoli or broccoli and onions or something i don't know if you'd have to cook those ahead of time a little bit because you've only got it in here for 15 minutes yeah you might want to cook them a little bit first but this is kind of like quiche 
uh, like quiche only better. So yeah, or 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 like spinach pie. I mean, this is this is the spinach pie that I go to Greek places to buy. So this is really good. Um, and you can basically do anything with it. You won't screw it up. So be experimental and have a great time. The spinach would be really good in it. Actually. Yeah, that would. Yeah, the spinach you could, but you'd really have to drain that. Yeah. And yeah. you would probably end up buying frozen spinach because otherwise you'd spend your life savings on spinach. Um, yeah. and, unless like, you know, somewhere you can get spinach cheaper than me. But you could put things like fresh parsley in it. You could press, put onions in it. You could do all kinds of herbs. I mean, it's kind of endless. This is a great recipe. Thank you for sharing this. This is cool. Yeah. Thank you. Holly. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hey, Holly. No, um, I had a question. So what, and I, I, I may have missed this, but you were talking about um, you, when the second piece of, of um, puff pastry, um, when you lifted it up with the parchment paper, with the mm -hmm. fillings on top, the fillings were on top at that point, right? And you They're on top over? of the first one. So I'm, I'm putting the one that doesn't, has nothing on it over the one that has stuff on it. Oh, okay. I thought you. Yeah. So I'm not trying to move the veggies at all. No, that'd okay. be messy. That'd I'd be make a huge mess. Like, that'd be a trick. <laughs> I was thinking it would be really messy. To I can't do that pull. Message. I can't pull a tablecloth <laughs> off a table without knocking everything off either. <laughs> oh, come on, Kayla. I thought you had magical powers. <laughs> I was like, man, she's really good if she did that without making a huge mess. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. No, so I put the okay, no, I put I'm the just... veggies and everything on the one that is on the cookie sheet, and then I take the okay. the other the yeah. So I, I roll right. it out and then I move it aside and put a second one down and put the veggies and cheese on that and then take the first one I rolled out and put it on top. Okay, now I'm now I'm caught up. <laughs> yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> Thanks. All right, Danette. Hey, Danette. Hello. So I did miss something and because I had to step away and do something and maybe Holly answered the question too. So it's a, it's a puffed pastry that comes that you have to roll out and you put that on the cookie sheet and then do you spread your zucchini and peppers all over on the top of that and then put the roll out the the top layer and roll that put that just lay that on top of it or do you yeah. scrunch it together? So it comes or? um it comes in, so it's folded into thirds. So you unfold it, remove mm -hmm. all the paper, and I, you don't have to roll it out. I just think it gives a better presentation because you can see the lines of where it was folded. So all I'm doing is getting rid of those lines that you can see. So it becomes more one solid rather than three kind of sections of it mm -hmm. um, being mm -hmm. seen. So if you don't feel comfortable doing that, it would work the same way. Um, your, your dough will be a little bit thicker. Um, right. Than mine because of rolling it out, obviously. But I'm maybe making it a half inch larger in each direction. It's not a huge, you know. And then you spread the zucchini mixture all over on the top of that, right? Yep. Yep. And then you put the top piece on on top. Yep. And then maybe you when put it's the all cheese the way and then the top layer. So okay, you have and a bottom layer, the layer of veggie, the cheese, and then a top layer of puff okay. pastry. And then you cut it into squares or something? I cut it after I cook it. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Because it's kind of it. rectangular, so it's easier to cut into squares. Mm, I, yeah. Mm -hmm. so. Thank you. Where are you going? Yeah. Okay, that's all your hands right now. All right. 
Where's Oops, Herbie? Abraham. Sorry about that. <laughs> Abraham, <laughs> hi. I say that. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, any tips for me, uh, cutting evenly? Because I am really bad at judging. At, at what? E- cutting uh, evenly? Yeah, cutting, uh, you know, slicing. Yeah, that's why I have... Enough, yeah, that's why I have then... the mandolin. No, I'm just joking. No, oh, um, um, not the slices. Uh, the, yeah. Cutting the pie so, after. The... I feel using um, the cookie, the, the pizza cutter is a lot easier for me than yeah. an actual knife. Um, I also have like a silicone ruler that I keep in my kitchen drawer that is only, and I can lay that on it and then cut along the, the length of the ruler. Okay. And, so it's uh, like a silicone. I don't even know where I got it. I just, I ran it through my dishwasher um, after I got it. And I, I just keep, I, when I use it, I run it through the dishwasher. And so I use that for a straight edge okay, to cut. Awesome. Elizabeth. No, I was just thinking that you could put, um, like a quarter cup of walnuts or pecans or almonds or some kind of nuts. I would that would be go good. Walnuts in with the cheese or even chopped up olives. I have an olive obsession. It's becoming evident. I can tell. Yeah, I don't I like know, olives, so you, I'll let you have them all. <laughs> oh no! Well, you may actually. This is, here's the thing about olives. There's a really big <laughs> distinction between black olives and green olives. And whatever those kalamatas. So you may not like one kind, but it's possible that you like other kinds. Um, That is true. I was thinking Mm -hmm. you might want to try them. Again, good olives is what you want to get. So don't get the stuff in the cans. Um, And so that's that's your first part. But the other thing you could probably do with this is you could chop mushrooms up in it or like fancy mushrooms, you know, like portobellos Mm -hmm. or something. Um, I mean, this this is a great recipe because you can kind of, this is like refrigerator quiche, only better. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so you may want to saute the mushrooms ahead of time a oh, little yeah. bit You'd have to, to, cook to make sure. Yeah, yeah. So your, your, your other, some of your other veggies, like she said, the broccoli and cauliflower and things like that, you may want to saute for a couple minutes before yeah, you put it in and then let them drain um, because the cooking time, they won't cook. Broccoli wouldn't cook all the way through in fifteen no, minutes. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't work at all. But it would be. Oh. But it would work, and you wouldn't have to do the draining thing. The mushrooms, yeah. you'd have to cook till the liquid cooked out, because mushrooms yeah. are one of those really wet things. But yeah, yeah this is a great. And recipe. you can add um, additional seasonings into them when you saute your your um, mushrooms. You could add fresh garlic and stuff like that. And I've used fresh garlic also when I've, I've done it as well. I've done it differently, but this recipe right here, this one was the most similar to what I remembered eating. Yeah. So thank you. This is a good recipe. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. That is all your hands right now. And it is 53 after the hour. I know you said 55, but hey, just saying. All right. Yes. So, um, all right. Well, originally I did thought we might just be saying goodbye to the streamers side of things, but I have a feeling we're not going to need the full hour and a half today. Um, unless you had other things you wanted want to go over with the uh, thing there, Kayla? No, I think we pretty much covered it. Um, unless anyone else had any other questions, I don't really have much to add to it 
Um, I did give Herbie, I wrote out the recipe and gave that to Herbie so he can share it with everybody. All right, so I did send it out to the uh, cooks list. And by the way, if you've not subscribed to our cooks list, you can do so. Just send an email to community at acb.org and uh, include your name and email and say, could you please, 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 gotta, gotta have all three pleases in there, add me to the cooks list and... Uh, They'll be more than happy to do that. And for those of you listening on Clubhouse or the stream, if you've not already done so, you can also um, mention to be added to the community list if you've not already done so to receive the full list of uh, daily community calls that we've got going on. And you'll learn about uh, such uh, great calls as, uh, well, games to play with Lady A happening today. So um, we've got that. And... um, uh, outside, and that's also going to be, of course, on Media Five. We also have essential oils happening next hour. Is the uh, neighborhood uh, coffee clutch, and uh, let's see what else do we have going on. Well, we have all sorts of calls happening. So uh, can I make say sure one? You can say one. All right, I'll be doing tri- Tuesday trivia tonight um, in the community, uh, sponsored by the Arizona Council of the Blind at 9 p.m. if you want to join in and have some fun with me. I can't. Oh, well, you can do a show of participated trivia, you know. You should try it. I, I think it would make things interesting. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll just give a free plug for Lucy as well. She does have Lucy's Music Memories over on MCBVI. So um, while she can't do both, um, I could. You, you could listen to trivia and listen to Lucy's call, and you'll also get exciting trivia with Name That Tune, and you can win air guitars. <laughs> so um, that's the 8 p.m. Eastern, so make sure you tune into that. Also, guys, accessible online games to call... Accessible online games call tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern. I will be playing Rummy on Quincy's Game Room again. But the person that keeps requesting it never shows up to the call, so maybe they will. <laughs> well, um, you there? <laughs> um, where'd you? Oh, there you are. Okay, that was interesting. I lost everything for a second, so that was interesting. Yeah. Um. So my um. Uh, the person who keeps requesting it, they, they tend to actually disappear on me when the, they request it. So we'll see if they uh, actually show up tomorrow. I will because be there. You will. What? <laughs> I will. You will. All right. You heard it, for, folks. Will Tyam show up tomorrow for the rega- rummy game that she's requested? Find out. <laughs> and um, So much suspense. Yep. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's a very entertaining call, so much so that, uh, well, we can't talk about it on the uh, stream here, but um, next week, Heidi is going to be making gingerbread spice, so uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the the gingerbread uh, spice mix and uh, all that, and um, I think I'll be making gingerbread cookies on that same call. I'm a little bit... uh, need to uh, check with that to see what we're actually doing there so get that coordinated and um, let's see what else I want to thank Kayla La for uh, coming once again and um, 
Hopefully, uh, you know, uh, she'll want to come back uh, next year. And don't forget, you can also uh, make an appearance on the community call. Just let me know. We've got openings uh, next year, you know, starting in January and all that. So um, we'll, I'll definitely love to have you. You can reach out to me through community if you do not already have my contact info. And uh, I'll be more than happy to work with you. My thanks to Lucy for hosting, Tyan for moderating, streaming, connecting, and um, last call for any raised hands. Not hearing any, I'll just briefly mention Thanksgiving dinner was delish. We had uh, turkey, garlic mashed potatoes with gravy, uh, green bean casserole, and um, garlic bread and Caesar salad, so uh, mm. that turned out to be really delicious and uh, yes uh, cooking during the community a thon is a very interesting experience so um, friendsgiving you mean friendsgiving, friendsgiving yeah whatever it is. <laughs> community thon's coming up <laughs> yeah community thon's coming up i won't be cooking for that but uh, yeah 